I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Living in the basement. Yes, tales of divorce. My specialist, Leslie Glazer with At Properties CDRE, a colleague with Certified Divorce Real Estate Experts, and Tammy Wallensack, CDLP, Certified Divorce Lending Professional with Mutual Federal Bank. There's like this story of a client living in the basement, which kind of on its face is what? Uh, just like a typical separation, but it exposes so much of what happens during a divorce. You know, Daryl, I think that this is a really important topic because this happens a lot and it's emotional. It's an emotional time for a couple and a lot of times they are living separately in the house because they're really coming to the understanding that their marriage is coming to an end and they're trying to kind of unravel that for themselves. And so, you know, whether it's in the basement or in another bedroom of the house or whatever, a lot of times they're not really communicating about much where two people are living in a house and they're just kind of bumbling around making decisions regarding their children, but nothing much else. You get to use the front door, I get to use the back door, that kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Coming and going, two ships of the night, you know, whatever. And as you're going through your the process and kind of putting together the process and making some of these decisions, bringing in professionals to look at the valuation of the home or to decide whether or not you're going to keep the house, these kind of situations really start coming into play for people and they're... They're big decisions because you start thinking, oh no, like if we get a divorce, where am I going to live? What's going to happen? Like one person is going to have to move out. You're not going to get a divorce and both live in the same house. You can't that's cut when, the house down the middle. And that's when fear starts to take over. Absolutely. And so your team of divorce professionals have to be able to help identify. It, it's, it's not just we're selling a house. Right. It's that... Two people are separating, which creates a, an enormous uh, dynamic between where each spouse is going, who is controlling what assets or interest, how they're going to be divided, fear of what's happening with the kids, and then even the children, their anxiety mm -hmm. that develops through the process. The kids, under, the kids already know. I mean, if there's two people living in separate... I mean, I could tell a funny story about my son, you know, coming into a party once and saying, I said, hey you know, can you go grab this? And he was like, in mommy's room or daddy's room? <laughs> That's when you know that, you know, things are kind They of, get it. Yeah, they, they know something's it. up. They know that this, or they just assume that that's the way that you're living and that's it's normal. normal. But yeah. coming to the understanding that things are separating and making good informed decisions regarding how that house is going to be divided is why you want to, now you start kind of unraveling things. Okay, where am I gonna live? How are things gonna, where am I gonna live with my children? Where are things, you know, where's he gonna live? How are, are we gonna kind of divide this stuff up? Becomes very cloudy in a lot of people's well, minds. Well, you have to reach agreement yeah. when you're discussing this. And I think agreement, now, Leslie, when we're talking bias, agreement, if you feel like your realtor is taking one side or the other, that is a very big challenge to, to bring two people together. Talk, can you talk about neutral bias? That's really where I'm, where I'm heading here because I think that's probably the root of most of the problems. 
Well, as a, you know, a CDRE, we are trained to be neutral. And it is really imperative for both parties to understand that not one is feeling left out and we are ganging up on the other one and we want to work with that other party and say, okay, let's, let's do this for you. So as a neutral, it, um, everything is transparent. And we also are looking in terms of how do we want the house to look if they do end up selling? And do we want this to look like a divorce situation? And working with a lender and a family law attorney and maybe a therapist, we are typically the only ones that are in the house mm. and we see what's going on. And a lot of times the parents say, the kids really don't understand what's going on, even though mom's in the basement and dad's upstairs, the kids know. And you know, we know, and as a neutral, it's really important to me when we go in and we stage a house, if they are gonna sell, I don't really like doing much in the kids' rooms because that's their little sanctuary. Leaving them undisturbed. Exactly. That's really important. You know, I'll bring, if someone's in the basement or another, you know, bedroom, I'll put clothes in the primary bedroom just so it doesn't, you know, smell like divorce in that way because it's not a buyer's business at all. And buyers are going to come in, they're going to open the closets, and they're going to be like, oh, it looks normal. Why are they selling? Are they getting a divorce? Right. Yeah, that's the question. What business is it of yours? Do right. you like the house or not? Exactly. <laughs> that's kind of, right. Yeah. So let's make this neutral bias issue real. I've been in situations where a one spouse says, I, I don't know, I'll just let him handle it, or I'll let, let her handle it. And that triggers, for me, the understanding that that could be a problem right Big there. Problem. Describe that. Yeah. Well, in, in the protocol that I have, that you have as a CDRE, when I speak to one of the spouses, I'm going to say the same thing to the other spouse. Maybe it's on Zoom, maybe it's on the phone, maybe it's in person, but there's not a lot of sidebars going on. So there's, there's that equalness. It's a balance of communication. Absolutely. Even if they seem disengaged and like they're not interested because they could be the one that's being abused, you don't know. There could be some sort of uh, uh, imbalance in the relationship that's causing this whole problem in the first place. Right. It's not for me to judge. No, but then you follow up on an email hmm. and you just let them know and if there are things that need to be done in the house, I create a Google Doc. I have everyone look at it, so it's very transparent. I never want someone to say, I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. You know, So you just have to kind of keep everything, as you say, just like neutral, balanced. And, um, and, and that's where their attorney could step in and say, wait a minute, I know what's going on here. I'm protecting the interest of this individual party. We're there to protect the asset of the house and make sure that they are fairly represented. And then each of their attorneys are protecting their individual interests. Right, and we're not doing dual agency. And yeah. it also, it really saves clients a lot of money at what we are doing because they don't have to keep reaching out to the attorney asking every single detail at an hourly amount when we are just kind of helping as an advisor and a consultant. Because we don't really become a broker salesperson to sell the property until Tammy Wallensack, a CDLP, and Leslie Glazier at Properties, a certified divorce real estate expert. Uh, ladies, thank you. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.